speaking in moments moments like this, we would realize that there are some things that we believe we assumed we didn't really believe them. We because faith is not an assumption. Faith is a substance. Faith is formed like knowledge. Knowledge is actually substance. When you know something, it's as if you're holding onto something. You you have a kind of substance. So when you have faith, your your faith is legitimate when it is a substance, or it grows to the point where it becomes a substance. It's not. It doesn't start off like that. That's why Jesus talked about mustard seed faith, faith like um, great faith and all that, because you can measure it, it is quantifiable. So sometimes we, um, when we are questioned, like, because <laughs> one time I went to the market and there was this lady in the morning before I prayed, before I prayed before I went out with my mom. In the morning, God said that he was going to lead me to somebody whose grandparents were Christians, and has a Bible in the house, things like that. It's like, okay, no problem. Let's go. I'm ready. Oh, more. Hey, God. This is my other thing about asking that. <laughs> so I went to the market and they, they finished buying the things. My mom sent me back inside the shop to buy, to clear the things. I went to buy some other things. So I went there to buy. Holy Spirit just told me, just said, this is the woman. And I said, okay. I thought, Ma, are you a Christian? She said, no. I said, okay, no problem. I was about to leave. And she called me back. She said, why did I ask? I said, the Holy Spirit asked me to ask you, if you're, like, to ask if a Christian. And I said, you know, after a conversation, Sha, I said, okay, but was anybody in your family a Christian? She said, yes. I said, how do I know? I said, Holy Spirit. She didn't actually ask how I knew. She was just questioning me. She was really intrigued that somebody would come and ask all these things. I was like, okay, okay, okay. And I said, Holy Spirit is the one that told me all these things. God is real. Jesus is the Son of God. Um, I didn't even know anything about um, what they believed in. I had no idea. I just came. And I was just shooting. I was just talking. And like I told you just now, the stories that come to your mind in moments like that, they are not from your head. <laughs> we are not that smart. We're very honest. Um, information is raw material. For it to make sense, for understanding to come, take somebody to arrange them. If you there's a video I watched about long term and short term memory, how in your short term memory things are not yet arranged, basically. But in your long term memory, things are now arranged. So it takes the Holy Spirit to make things make sense, to put square boxes in square holes and circle box circular pieces in circular holes in square boxes. But do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, you did well. Cheers. Congratulations. Two more, two more confrontations. <laughs> because I think it, um, I have not heard a lot of people quote this scripture, but Jesus said, "I am not here to make peace." <laughs> you know, let me let me let me post this in the chat. Hmm. I'm not here to bring peace. Uh-huh. It's in Matthew 10, verse 34. Let me send it. Does somebody want to say something? I'm sorry, please go ahead if you want to say something. Um. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay. I was just going to like, um, because you said just like more confrontations. So mm-hmm. my my 
my own like confrontation or the most attacked I guess I've been in that kind of scenario. I had a a speech class where we were supposed to like give a topic and this was when I first came to America. <laughs> so I, I didn't know how sensitive religion was. So me now I was like, Oh, I'm gonna talk about Jesus <laughs> so, I was not talking about I my speech, I was very proud of it. It was like it was supposed to be like the speech was supposed to be about um something you believe strongly in, something like that. Right? And I was the first person that spoke. So that was another okay. thing. So if if let's say other people had spoken before me, I would have I'd have kind of gotten the vibes. <laughs> so I just I spoke about <laughs> spoke about Jesus. And like I talked about the fact that I've been going to church it has little blah, blah, blah. and then you know how you know how people are looking at you somehow. So me I just sat and everybody was looking at me, right? And then the next, people 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 now their own topic was like <laughs> climate change and abortion <laughs> and LGBTQ rights and all these things. So it was very, very weird and then afterwards, um we're doing this Q and A session basically. So like it was like everybody was either people were essays, people were mu- um, Muslims, people were I kind of I'm, I'm not saying you know that those are bad people or anything, but it was just like a lot of anti Jesus people in the room. So everybody was like, oh, um, how is Jesus God? How is and I was on I was on a podium, mind you, and this was like my second class. So it was like, how is Jesus God? And all these questions, and I was just standing there. For the most, I think I don't think I ever say, I I barely talked. I was just like <laughs> I don't remember what I was saying, but I started, I was just talking and I was telling them like, oh, Jesus is God because you know, three in one, the Holy Trinity and stuff like that. But it's always like I was just like see how I'm saying how Genesis was saying. Um, confrontations are always very, you know. I guess it's my own experience is just a little more nerve wracking than. You know, yours was in the market, for example. It's it's all good. Like every, it's it's actually really nice to hear these things. They are the good kind of confrontations. In so I don't know which one should I should I um, Let me see. There's something I was going to say. We need to prepare for them. <sighs> we need to for the reverse adjustment. Welcome to all those who just, who just joined. Um, reverse adjustment said, But whosoever shall deny me before men, him will I also deny before my Father which is in heaven. Think not that I am here to send peace on earth. I came not to send peace but a sword. For I am come to set a man at variance with his father, against his father and daughter against her mother and daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And the man's foes shall be they of his own house. He that loveth his father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he that taketh not his own cross and followeth after me is not worthy of me. And now we see that all these things, these verses, is in reference to what we believe in. The reference to our, reference to our faith in God. The him saying he's not here to bring peace but a sword is because the sword is going to separate. He's here to separate because 
if these things that we thought were real, these things that we thought were strong, these relationships are not standing on the foundation of God. They're not standing on the foundation of I am. I am means real. I am means um, strong. I am means it will last. So if, if these things are not standing on the foundation of I am, that is God's name, one of his names. If they're not standing on the foundation of God, then they are not really standing. So Jesus said, I am not here to bring peace. And there is a quote I saw. That when he that came to bring peace appears to have brought war, it's because what we got used to a situation that was never really peace. Some people are born into slavery. It doesn't mean slavery is normal. Some people are born into um, different things, bad homes and all that. It doesn't mean that is normal. It doesn't mean everybody is in that same situation. But if you're in darkness and you, you stay in darkness long enough, you start to believe you're actually in light. If you stay in a dark room long enough, your eyes will actually adjust and you'll be able to see things, a few things more clearly. That's why Jesus said, if the darkness that you have, you think is light, what great darkness it is. It, it, it's, it all comes together. It all makes sense. Mm-hmm. But sanctify the Lord God in your hands and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asks you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear, having a good conscience that whereas they speak evil of you, as of evil doers, they may be ashamed that that falsely accuse you. Sorry, that falsely accuse your good conversation in Christ, for it is better if the will of God be so that ye suffer for doing well than for evil doing. Thank you very much. The very powerful scripture is in line with what we are saying. Must be ready to defend this faith. <laughs> Must be ready to defend it. <laughs> Over time is coming, yeah. People will ask you why you're not doing certain things. That is why one of the, the things that God has been teaching me recently is how to make the Bible make sense. How to make the Word of God make sense. How to relate it to people. So you know that this thing is not talking about something very far away. It's talking about something in the here and now. And like I said, um, I don't think I said this already, but I said something that's like this. Um, so it is the Holy Spirit that came to help us. We need to believe in His ability to help us. So as much as we prepare and we get all the information, we need to know that the Holy Spirit Himself is the transformative power and He's the one that brings understanding. He's the one that will make the foolish words we say stick to those people's hearts. My mom told me something about that lady I mentioned, that the lady stopped my mom one day. I think I'd already traveled. Stopped my mom one day and was like, ah, your son is a very good boy, something, something. She shall remember the ex- Oh, if you were there, you would have been scared. <laughs> one girl in the shop came to meet me that day. <laughs> she was talking, she was like, ah, oh God, you're not going to leave my mother alone. <laughs> I just smiled at her. I felt like cursing her, <laughs> the way Paul caused that man. There was a certain man that came to interrupt Paul when he was talking with the king. And Paul caused the man that that man's eyes not see the sun. I felt like, I just looked at this girl. I was like, Madam, better leave this place. <laughs> um, but lady ended up, first of all, to ended up remembering the people that ask questions have been preparing their questions for a long time. So we cannot just assume that, um, 
we can answer these questions without some kind of preparation. And the good thing about this shaking is now we know, we have an idea of where it's coming. It's not going to get better in a sense. We are going to get stronger. We are going to get um, better equipped to answer their questions. So, it tends to happen when the presence of God is there a lot. You guys are finding difficulty. <laughs> so, um, there's this video by Pastor Emmanuel Irem on YouTube. Actually, I think he has an entire playlist on defending your faith. I'll advise that we watch it or we listen to it. Please, I need to have myself more information, but something I've learned is I don't just fill myself with much knowledge because you can tell somebody the truth. You counter all of their points and they still don't believe because Paul said that let their faith not be in words only, but in power. Like, believe in the power of God. That's why I like that answer. I, I think it's not like that was answering. Most people are giving you answer in your answers. When you said you can heal the, you can raise the dead, you can heal the cancers. The next thing says they should have. I, I was hoping he should left. Maybe not spoke. Sorry, give me this person. Hi, Chinaza. Um, so I was hoping they would even go as far as saying, please, this is my uncle or this is my aunt, he has cancer or just lost a child. Then that time, because that, like I said, the Holy Spirit was already moving. You just see a gift of faith to come. Somehow, somehow you'll be bold enough. You'll be like, ah, let's go. Let's go. Let me pray for them. I believe God will heal them. And whether when you pray for them, whether they are healed or not, something has changed on the inside of them. Somebody has started to believe. You've 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 imprinted something in their heart that they cannot change again. It's good when we find ourselves. We should look forward to this kind of conversation. Yes, in your life's back. See, so, you know, I said that from that place where the conversation was. It's the next thing that would have happened, and it might still, it can still happen. Somebody would receive news that their uncle or their auntie either has cancer or lost a child or something like that. And it's still possible that it happens. And then you see that with that same faith that you were speaking the word, that is one of the easiest places to know that it has not been you from the beginning. It was God. Because at that point, you know, that how we do. I actually believe that God can do this to you. Please take me to the person that needs prayer or put him on the phone. Let me pray for him. I believe God will heal him. And when you pray for them, whether the person receives their healing or not, I'm not saying they won't, but I want to make a point. Whether they receive their healing or not, you have imprinted something in the heart of the person who had not believed before. You know, when Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, I don't like calling them those names, but just so that we know who I'm talking about. Um, when they were about to be thrown into fire, 
They said even if God doesn't save us, we will survive. So sometimes we feel like faith. If you if you say something that sounds like it's against your faith, it's no longer faith. It depends on your understanding, like the foundation of what you're saying. So I'm saying I believe God is God. Whether he does what he wants, what I want him to do, or he doesn't. <sighs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So, congratulations, Inyoda. Congratulations. Or congratulations, everybody. Now, this is good. God has given me an instruction. We'll be, be teaching on this for for the next few weeks. We'll be having every member of Bible MC. Those are willing to learn with this information. We will be ready. We will be ready. Because war is coming. I think our network is not the best. And I pray for good network and good signal and good reception in Jesus' name. And wisdom to know exactly where to go and connect from. And have a secret spot in the school and within our environment. In Jesus' name. Amen. Brr. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Woohoo! Victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory today is mine. I told Satan, get thee behind me. Victory today is mine. Victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory today is mine. I told Satan, get thee behind me. Victory today is mine. The sun sets free. Is free indeed. I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. In my father's house, no place for me. I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. I am chosen, not forsaken. I am who you say I am. You are for me, not against me. I am who you say I am. <sighs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So I read Psalm 92. It is a good thing. Mm. Let's see. Mm, just go ahead. It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord. That's the name. That's the first verse. 
Under. Good evening. Um, good, yeah, good evening, Prof. David. Professor David. Good evening. Thank you. Yes. Okay, so I, I said, uh, seriously, <laughs> um, we're talking about where we read today, or what we studied today. So I read Psalm 92, and there was a session I sent to the group on rest, and how rest basically speaks of the gospel, because Paul related the Sabbath day, the day of rest, to the gospel of Jesus, how the gospel of the, the, the picture of Sabbath, what the Sabbath was to represent, is Christ. This is the gospel of Christ. So, today I read Psalm 92. Actually, read Psalm 92. I haven't read a few places, but God did not allow me to leave Psalm 92. It was teaching me about gratitude, and I've, we can all do to be more grateful to God. Because it's so easy to mm, become passive in your gratitude. To just not say thank you as much. To spend hours praying and minutes giving thanks. It says, It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord and to sing praises unto thy name, O Most High. So show forth thy loving kindness in the morning and thy faithfulness every night. This particular psalm is a psalm of the Sabbath. It is a psalm of rest. And one of the commentaries I read, the first statement just blew my mind. He said, praise, the business of the Sabbath is here recommended. So the business of salvation, the business of the gospel. Now our own job needs praise. This is our first um, position. This is the what they call this the primary. That is primary. This is like the primary position of a person who has entered into rest. The person who has begun to live in the consciousness of Sabbath, of the day of rest, of the promise of rest. Because the Bible says. There remained a rest for the children of God. That is Hebrews chapter 4, verse 9. There remained, I think, verse 9. Yeah, that should be verse 9. <sighs> so it is praise is the business of the Sabbath. God's works, which gave occasion for the Sabbath, are here celebrated as great and unsearchable in general. In particular, with reference to the works both of providence and redemption. The psalmist sings unto God, both of mercy and judgment, the ruin of sinners and the joy of sins, three times counterchanged, like he was, um, he was properly explaining something. He was giving us an image of how life would be from the side of the saints and the side of uncircumcised or the people who have not surrendered their lives to Christ. The ruin of sinners. So verse 3 says, Upon an instrument of ten strings, and upon the psaltery, upon the harp, with a solemn sound. This it's The beauty of Thanksgiving, it's really amazing. So he spent... This guy tried. Yes. 
Um, verse 3 says, upon an instrument of 10 strings, upon, this is basically, I'm going to make music with instruments as I give you thanks. I'm going to sing, I'm going to praise, I'm going to make music, make melody. Um, with a solemn sound, for thou, Lord, hast made me glad through thy work. I would triumph in the work of thy hands. So now he's thanking him. He's just thanking him. It's a good thing to give thanks to the God. To God, he's thanking him for his loving kindness. He's thanking him for his faithfulness. He's using songs. He's using instruments. Thank him. He's thanking him for the works of his hands. He's thanking him for his thoughts. He said, "O Lord, how great are thy thoughts, are thy works, and thy thoughts are very deep." Then he speaks of a brutish man. He said, "A brutish man knoweth not." Neither does a fool understand. The Bible says only a fool will look to the heavens and say there is no God. But here it's telling us that it's only a fool that will see everything God has done and not give him thanks. Foolishness is a relative thing. When, when two very smart people are sitting beside themselves, one might feel dumb, but they are both very smart, very wise. Foolishness is not... Damnation is not is not the end of the road. A foolish person can become wise, but here is bringing us to an understanding that when you you live and you don't give thanks, you can be compared to a fool. When you refuse to realize how much God has given you, you can be compared to a fool. <laughs> oh my God! This Bible, God has dragged this one a few times. God. <laughs> um, so, verse seven says, "When the wicked spring as the grass, when all the wicked of when all the workers of iniquity do flourish, it is that they be destroyed forever." It's comparing the prosperity of wicked people and evil people to grass. When grass is growing, grass grows fast, but it doesn't grow past a certain level. It's with us. It's not beautiful. What is beautiful about grass? It's not beautiful. There's no beauty in it. It doesn't last. It's very temporary. But thou, O Lord, art most high forevermore. This is the first comparison. It's comparing the life and the prosperity of a foolish person with God. And it's comparing them based on longevity. God's stone. Thou, God, thou, O God, as most high forevermore, the foolish people will be destroyed forever. They are like grass. Second one, for lo, thine enemies, O Lord, lo, thine enemies perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. But my horn shall thou exalt like the horn of an unicorn. I shall be anointed with fresh oil. Mine eyes shall also see my desire upon my enemy, and my ears shall hear my desire upon the wicked that rise up against me. So now he's even praising God because he's, he's, I listen to a, so I've learned to spend at least an hour with God every day in silence. Still practicing that because it's really helpful even for our bodies. So, um, here he's learning, what he's practicing here is praise that will 
There was a statement someone made today. He said, when you give God thanks in advance, you're, keeping, you're holding him in debt because you're thanking him for something that has not yet manifested. Praise is a very powerful tool, powerful weapon. So David here is utilizing this praise. After praising God for who he is, praising him for his faithfulness over the years, praising him for his works, singing songs to him, praising him advance, in advance for testimonies, for victories over situations, things that were not looking fair, things that felt uncertain. He even said, my eyes will see my desire upon my enemies. My ears shall hear my desire of the wicked that rise up against me. Well, I know my own desire for my quote-unquote enemies, that they be brought to God. I prayed, actually, there was a time I even danced about a certain young lady who was disturbing me, annoyed me. I said, God, I'm not even going to argue. Thank you, because this person will repent and come back to you. You, you are the one that will convict her. Paul's, Paul's journey was affected, in a sense, by somebody's prayer. Somebody prayed and said, God, you will just save this man like this <laughs> after everything he has done. God said, no, Paul will suffer for my, my gospel's sake. <laughs> Nobody really knows how much Paul would have initially done. But because of that man's prayer, God made Paul to have to do more. So like instead of praying God punish them, but God kill them. God bring them to you. <laughs> Your kingdom. Let them do work. <laughs> Let them work well. That is your your praying that is a prayer that benefits the kingdom of God and benefits you too. Um my horn shall I exalt like the horn of an unicorn, I shall be anointed with fresh oil. I was reading about this um newness, this freshness, this fresh oil. So I'll get back to that. The righteous shall also flourish like the palm tree and grow like the cedar in Lebanon. It is the third comparison, actually, my, that my eyes will see my desire upon my enemies, my ears shall hear my desire upon the wicked. This is their part. I rise against me. And then our part is the righteous shall flourish like a palm tree and grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Flourishing, if you know how a palm tree flourishes, the, every part of a palm tree is useful and they live very, very long. And then cedars in Lebanon grow, they grow so high. They're like one of the, some of the highest trees in the world. They grow very, very high. And that is how a child of God grows. Keeps on advancing toward the things of heaven. His focus, his gaze is on the things above. Colossians 3 verse 17, if I'm not mistaken. Set your eyes, your gaze on the things above. And it says, those that be planted in the house of our God shall flourish in the courts of our God. Planted. Flourishing. How many people will plant a plant inside their house? Especially one that you want to grow tall. But God said that you must be planted here in his house. They shall still bring forth fruits in old age. Perseverance, longevity, patience. We last long. Remember that there was an evening we prayed against dryness. In this kingdom, we last long. We last long. To show that the Lord is upright. He is my rock and there is no unrighteousness in him. Yeah. Praise is a weapon. It's a dangerous weapon. I think I shared the testimony here of a girl who was being threatened by a certain teacher that she needed to 
um, sleep with him before he would allow her pass. And she told me about it. Hey, the weapon God gave me was this song, Oluwa Etobi by Sami Oposo. I played this song. We danced. I danced there. Hey, you should have seen me that time. Just go to my kitchen side. I'll just put the phone up and I'll play. I'll play it on repeat. I'll just be dancing. I was like, ah, this man thinks he's strong. Okay, my God will show you. My God will show you. I'll just prophesy, just dancing, thanking God. Oluwa Etobi means my God is. I think if I'm, if I remember correctly, my God is big, he's large. Hey, there's nobody on heaven. There's nobody like him. It's read the lyrics again. <laughs> it means God. My God is big. He is big. So <laughs> don't come and play heights. Competition, no come and argue with him. Our problems, like um, the weight of every object is constant. If you weigh a certain, if you, if you have a certain weight, that is your weight. But for something to be heavy, it depends on the strength of the person that is carrying it. So our problems seem heavy, not because our like they are actually have this, they have a certain weight but they seem heavy because we are not strong enough to carry them they are not heavy to God not because they don't have the same weight but because God's strength is more when we are carrying that's why it's not good to carry problems by the grace of God I'm learning to drop everything at his feet today I had a test I was <laughs> didn't go as I wanted it to go because I was just getting so many, so much so much news from different places. My mind was just all over the place. They asked me some questions that I knew. <laughs> I didn't even know what to answer some of them. But at the end of the class, God made this woman that refused to smile at us in the first semester laugh. This woman laughed with us in the class. She was just playing with us. When I was even putting my face, she said, Genesis has a serious face today. Oh, boy. It was, everybody was just laughing in class. Then she allowed us, and she just gave us very good marks. And she also advised us on how to read. <laughs> I was just in awe. I was in awe today in class. And how did it start? Thanksgiving. I finished reading. I was looking for who to call to pray with me. And God was like, nah, oh, don't do this. Calm down. Remember what you read this morning. Thanksgiving is your own weapon. It's okay. God, I will thank you. Let me read the note I wrote. The work of rest is praise. Consistent on ending praise. Praise in the morning. Praise in the afternoon. Praise in the evening. Praise for the goodness we are privileged to enjoy. Praise for the goodness all around us. Praise for the works which God does. The holy work of rest. Sabbath is praise. There's a lot more to this. Um, which one should I read? That's these enemies shall be confounded. In singing this psalm, we must take pleasure in giving to God the glory due to His name and triumph in His works. A psalm or song for the Sabbath day. The Sabbath day must not be a day, so it must be a day, not only of holy rest but of holy work. 
and the rest is in order to do the work. The proper work of the Sabbath is praising God. Every Sabbath day must be a thanksgiving day. And like I said, the gospel of Jesus is the gospel of the Sabbath. So every day for us is a Sabbath day. Every day for us is a day in rest. The difference between somebody in this kingdom who has entered into rest and somebody who hasn't is your belief. When you believe, you enter into rest. In Hebrews 4, they that believe do enter into rest. Um, the proper work of the Sabbath is praising God. Every Sabbath day must be Thanksgiving day. And the other services of the day must be in order to this. And therefore, must by no means thrust into a corner. Okay, is farm or song? Hi, Grace. How we must praise God? We must do it by showing forth His loving kindness and faithfulness. Being convinced of His glorious attributes and perfections, we must show them forth as those that are greatly affected with them ourselves and our desire to affect others with them likewise. We must show forth not only His greatness and majesty, his holiness and justice, which magnify him and strike an awe upon us, but his kindness and loving faithfulness for his goodness and his glory is his glory. <sighs> so, I heard something today. He said that, he said, the person I listened to say God has two hands. One hand gives us things. One hand um, hands things to us. One hand brings things to us and one hand holds us and that we are always it's so easy to be grateful for the hand that brings things to us and forget to be grateful for the hand that holds us up yes there are days you pray for money but the days you don't pray for money is the hand that has been holding you up that has sustained you there are days you pray for things but the days you don't feel like you have any prayer points it is the hand that is under you, that has been sustaining you. The days you don't have to think about what you have to eat, it's the hand that is under you that has been sustaining you. The days you get to just live your life, you just get to understand, like, enjoy yourself. It is the hand under you that has been sustaining you. The hand that, hands, that brings things to us is goodness, and the hand that upholds us and sustains us is mercy. And we, we there's a tendency to be more grateful for the goodness of God than the mercy of God. But we must realize that everything we have is a gift of grace. Everything we have, we have obtained through mercy. So like I said, when we give God thanks, we hold him in debt. You're saying, he, you're, you're saying that he has already done this thing. God doesn't owe salary doesn't owe people please so when we um just remember something giving when we gift people we also hold God in our debt Bible says they that give to the poor he that lends to the poor he that gives to the poor lends unto God 
every time we give somebody that is less privileged or less than us, it doesn't even have to be less than us. You give somebody something without any intention of collecting it back. It's God you're lending to. God will repay. It just is what it is. <sighs> Thank you, Jesus. It's nice. I'm just going to give God thanks. In your own words, just Vaini Slavam. In your own words, just give God thanks. It's just being in mood of worship and of thanksgiving. Think of all the times you didn't have to struggle to pay your bills or to look for food. You know, the mercy of God has been sustaining you in the houses of your parents. Who has been providing for them to provide for you? The opportunities that we see each and every day. It is mercy that brings them our way. Not our abilities. There's nothing we have that we have because we are good or because we are mighty. Nah. It's all grace. So let us close our eyes and uh, allow ourselves to remember. Think of the goodness of God. Allow yourself Recall how good God has been to you. If you're speaking in tongues, allow your mind to remember things that God has done for you. If you're speaking in your understanding, don't allow your, your mind to drift off. Pray with your emotions. Put your entire self into this prayer. Allow yourself to remember how it felt. Think about, allow yourself to remember that throughout it's been God. It's never been you. He's been sustaining you because He is good, not because you deserved it. Not because you suddenly did enough. No. Shabarabakata maskaita likurka mahi katita dilas to kurumundi mandiala. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Our spiritual lives, our growth, our growth, our growth, our growth. Um, sustenance, testimonies, miracles, prayers, the grace to pray. You give us the desire to pray. You help us to see the prayer points. You pray through us. You answer the prayers. What is our part there? <laughs> Lord, we thank you. Thank you for your loving kindness. Thank you for your faithfulness and your mercy. Thank you for all the battles you fought that we did not see. 
Thank you for all the days that we slept and we woke up and we forgot to say thank you. Thank you for the days where we had difficult days or days that were tiring and we came back and forgot to say thank you for sustaining us throughout those days. Thank you for our family. Thank you for family members who are tough to handle. <laughs> thank you for those who are still with us. Thank you for those you have taken to be with you in your kingdom. They are not gone forever. <laughs> thank you for giving your only son so that we would still see our people again. Thank you for losing everything so that we would never lose everything. Ah, Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. There's no alikarkiela masorobo kaliatan. There's nothing worth more. I could ever come close to our living hope, your presence, Lord. <sighs> Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come flood this place and feel the atmosphere. Your glory, God, is what? It's already feeling sleepy. Please, if you're feeling sleepy, stand up and walk around. You can sleep, sure. It's not a bad thing. But if you're feeling sleepy, please stand up and walk around. Thinking about the things that God has done for us. I'm not trying to guilt trip anybody into giving thanks. Allow yourself, remember, just think of something. Today, God has been faithful to you today. He has one, he's the one that has brought us here together today. He arranged very strange circumstances, things happening around us. We thought everything was random. But we find ourselves here now at this point in time and we see that, no, everything that happened happened because it had to happen. Because God wanted to bring me here to this point, to this moment, here and now. Because when we thank Him, we are putting Him, we are, we are pushing ourselves to believe Him for more. He's not doubting what He can do for us. He wants us to change. He wants our belief to increase. He's just doing everything. God is just very kind. Very, very kind. Lord, thank you. Lord, thank you. Lord, thank you. We give you all the praise. Mm. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come flood this place and fill the atmosphere. Your glory. You can unmute yourself if you're in a place. You can unmute yourself. Hey, Karamandandi Saliata Kundiman. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. We thank you. Thank you for jobs. Thank you for people who are among us and people who have been looking for better jobs, better ways to sustain sustain themselves. Thank you, God, who who brings job opportunities.
Thank you, Lord, who brings job opportunities. Thank you, Lord, who opens doors that no man can shut for your people. Thank you, who arrange strange situations. Who make us pray? You make us pray prayers. A lot of the time, we we notice something we wouldn't have noticed normally. Our faith increases, and we start to believe God for more. It's happened. It's not a lot of the time, but it happens. Where we start to believe God for such big things. And then suddenly it looks like these things don't work out. Something has happened. There, there has been some kind of exchange. We have grown during that period. We can now believe God for more. Except a corn of wheat falls to the ground and die. It abideth alone. God, God is good. So we're just going to take the next five. Let's see how long we can go. Next few minutes, we're just going to use it to thank God. Anything that crosses your mind, thank Him for it. If nothing crosses your mind, thank Him for the air that you're breathing. If you need to keep saying thank you for the air that I'm breathing and you're concentrating and you're really thanking him for the air that you're breathing, I assure you that <laughs> you would see things that you had not seen about air before. Let's just thank him. Just be intentional. So please, if you're in a place, you can unmute your mic. Go ahead. Don't mute your mic. To so help us keep ourselves accountable, really. Lord, we thank you. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Thank you for the test that I passed that I do not deserve. Thank you for a mark I do not deserve. Thank you for a teacher who was who liked me and and just just showed me favor. Thank you for good. My food Thank you for the food. Thank you for the aligning with his actions. Let me read something else so I just remembered. It says, the convictions of our hearts will always materialize in the work of our hands. One can have many works and no faith, and it will amount to nothing. One, however, can have faith with the good works, and it will produce. Faith without works is dead. It's the Bible is a book we have to slow down when we are reading. We have to messages from God are things we have to slow down when we are reading to truly understand them. Can't just rush through it. Um, I mean, you can, like if you want to get your context, you can. But when you truly want to understand what is being said, you don't just rush. Take your time. Go slowly. You understand what they are saying. Try to trace the. What's the, what's the word? Trace the idea, sir. Trace the idea. <sighs> Praise is a lifestyle. One can see many words, say many phrases, make do many actions, or perform many actions, and have no faith, and have no 
true thanksgiving from their heart. You cannot have true thanksgiving in your heart without expressing it. And sometimes you need to talk before you see the words come. You don't have to wait for the words to come. Sometimes you sing the song before you hear the words come because you believe that you are grateful. You can be grateful by faith. You can start thanking God even if you don't yet know what you're thanking Him for. That's going to be our approach today. Let me pray for our different prayer points. We're just thanking God for them. But we're doing it strategically. I want us to see how David did his, how he handled problems in his life. And he said um, in verse 9, from 9, I'll read from verse 9, or verse 8. For thou, Lord, art most high forevermore. For lo, thine enemies, Lord. These are the people that were disturbing him. Lord, thine enemies, they are no longer my problems. I've come and I've praised God. My problems are no longer mine. The Bible calls us, the Bible says we have become one spirit with God. Our problems are no longer just our problems. Our problems are now God's problems. Like I said yesterday, a husband and wife can become one, but there's still a process that they have to undergo to truly attain unity. It's like you guys are now, it's, it's just the same thing. People who have become one can divorce because there's still a second union. There's one that you get just by being married. But from that point of being married, there's another journey again to truly becoming one where you have to bring your, your own opinions down at times. Sometimes you have to submit to your partner even when you don't understand. I'm speaking from knowledge I've gotten from ex um, conferences many conferences and the Bible. So you would have to humble yourself a lot of times in, for your relationships to truly work. In a generation where um, when time where divorce is divorce rate has increased a lot. Why? Because just being called one or being one primarily doesn't mean you no longer have to work on your relationship. So yes we are one with God's spirit now, but we still have work to do. So our enemies now become become God's enemies. Verse 9, it says, For lo, thine enemies, O Lord, for lo, thine enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. But my horn shall thou exalt like the horn of an unicorn. I shall be anointed with fresh oil. Oil. Mine eye, this is the part, mine eye shall also see my desire upon mine enemies, and mine ears shall hear my desire upon the wicked that rise up against me. The righteous me us shall flourish like palm trees and grow like cedar in Lebanon. Cedars in Lebanon. So it was strategic about just giving things. It wasn't just of course we started off thanking God for who he is, for his loving kindness, for his faithfulness. You know it's God that still works in us to give him thanks because he knows that we'll be blessed when we give him God is everything man. Nothing past God. So let me see. There was something I wrote on the oil. I'm trying to find it now. Let me read this part. We must show forth not only his greatness and majesty, 
his holiness and justice, which magnify him and strike awe upon us, but his loving kindness and his faithfulness, for his goodness is his glory. Um, and by these things he proclaims his name. His mercy and truth are the great supports of our faith and hope. I'll say that again. His mercy and truth are the great supports of our faith and hope and the great encouragement of our love and obedience. These, therefore, we must show forth as our pleas in prayer and the matter of our joy. This was then done not only by singing, but by music joined with it upon an instrument of ten strings. But then it was to be with a solemn sound, which was not, not that which was gay, and apt, gay is like plain, in this sense, and apt to dissipate the spirits, but that which was grave and apt to fix them. We are admonished not to neglect the works of God by the character of those who do so. Those are fools. They are brutish, who do not know, who do not understand how great God's works are, who will not acquaint themselves with them, nor give him the glory for them. They regard not the work of the Lord, nor consider the operation of his hands. Particularly, they, do, they understand not the meaning of their own prosperity, says the grass, the one that does not last. Um, Grace is the anointing of the Spirit. When there is, when this is given to help in the time of need as is received, as there is as an occasion from the fullness that is Christ Jesus, we are anointed, we are anointed with fresh oil. Okay. So, we're going to be strategically giving thanks for our prayer points. Thinking which one should come first. Okay, let's go. Please, who has any prayer points that you would like us to pray with you concerning? Me. Go ahead. Okay. Um, so, first one is, I have exams coming up here. Uh, like my period also, so I don't want my period to affect my exam. Let's finish them. So yeah, I don't want, I don't want to have to go to hospital and then not miss the exam as as a result of that. And then second point is I'm expecting a mail. Like I applied for a scholarship and I'm supposed to get a mail within twenty four to twenty eight this month. So I'm also praying about that. All right. Okay. Thank you for sharing. Stopping us with your prayer points, so please, if you have any prayer points, share. You cannot disturb me. I will not want to. Okay, thank you. Yeah. 
Thank you. Go ahead. Good evening. Good evening, um, sir. I was listening through the meeting and praying also. And I think we could pray two things. Uh, one of them I put I put it on on the chat room. Yeah. Yes. Just to be praying. Mr. Daniel is not uh, so far. What I know is that he's not waking up. Okay. Mm, my sister says that it could be because he's aware that his son passed away. Mm. It's like maybe he, he he's trying to give himself up. And okay. I, was, I was reading, you were reading Psalm 92, right? Yes. In, in verse 10, how, how it says that, the Spanish version. <laughs> uh, yeah, on the King James, it says, uh, but my horn shall throw itself like horn of a unicorn. In my in the Spanish version, it says, it says that he will renew my strength, like the strength of a um, buffalo. Okay. And uh, I should be anointed with fresh oil. So I was praying this on, on Mr. Daniel, that the strength will be renewed. And uh, this oil will bring... Uh, a quick recovery on his uh, wounds. Right? Yeah. Um, the second thing is that when you were talking about, about the hands and how we need to be thankful mm -hmm. and how right now saying that there are two unions, right? One just, I was understanding this. We are one uh with God just because we receive Christ in our hearts, right? Mm -hmm. But we, there's a process of being one with him, right? Mm -hmm. so, so for us to, to be aware and conscious of well, this uh, union, right? Yes. Be always conscious that we should aim to be one with him. Okay. That, that's it. That would be the, those two praying points. Thank you very much. Am I able to reach your mentor? Uh, yes, about that. I I sent him a message yesterday. Okay. And some, he takes time to answer about it. Okay, okay. Does he have an assistant? You can also try to change his assistant. And yes, and just like, let me share something quick. Uh, you were mentioning yesterday that we should uh, the first thing for us to do when we wake up to be in prayer, right? To look for God. And today, when I woke up, uh, my job begins at eight thirty a.m. So I okay. woke up. I thought it was eight. So I woke up really fast. I went and I I'm on going home office. So I I connect my computer. I can report that 
like a bus online. And then I was like, um, I teach online. So I was like, why my students are not online? And I know it was 7.30 a.m., like one hour before. So I was able to take that time in prayer. So I was really glad that this happened. Because sometimes we think we have no time. And, and suddenly there is time for the for God, right? So, yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much for sharing that. I actually forgot to share that. I was going to share something like that because I also had a class today. And I almost, it was as if somebody was shouting or speaking loudly in my ear. But it wasn't my ears. I just knew that the time I had woken up was for me to pray. I literally woke up and sat up straight. <laughs> I just knew the Holy Spirit was telling me that it's time to pray. It's time to spend time with me today. So, um, the grace of God takes us to a place where we'll be able to make a decision. It's the grace of God that makes you to see times during the day that you're actually free. That means you thought you were never free. Um, and if you forget to pray in the morning, pray, in the, pray when you remember. But if you have a class, if you have a meeting, or if, let's use embassy, maybe you want to go to a country of you're desperate to go to and they tell you you have to be at the embassy by 8.30 a.m. By 7.30, you're probably there if you're in Nigeria. So some some parents will insist that excuse me that by seven thirty you'll be there, be there one hour to the time. <laughs> nobody you know, nobody is seeing you. Nobody is you're just going there just to sit down there and wait so that when the eight thirty comes you'll enter inside. Can we do that for God? <laughs> Can we make time for Him? We have to make time. We have to allow him to show us when, when, and we, like when we are actually free. We have to. It's for our own good. Though. God is so merciful that He is. He appeals to us to do something that will bless us. When you spend time with God at the beginning of your day, your day will not remain the same. I assure you, it will change. Something will change that day. You cannot just do the same things. The days that I know, I checked myself that I did not pray or I did not spend enough time with God. I did not make enough time. Those days, like I'll put in a lot of effort and I will not see as much results. And the days that I spend time with God, I suddenly don't notice when somebody's trying to offend me. Suddenly don't notice when things are supposed to make me angry. The days I don't spend time with God, any little thing can make me angry. Omo <laughs> is an expression. But thank you. Thank you very much for sharing that. It's important. I pray God keeps helping us and all of us to see, to become very, very aware of the time that we are supposed to dedicate to him, in time that we can spend with him. God help us in Jesus' name. Amen.
So is there anybody else with a testimony? There's a testimony, sir. It's already a testimony. They would like us to pray about together. Does anybody else have any prayer requests? That is already a testimony. Okay, good evening. Good evening. That is just a prayer request. Okay, I just need prayer that I need strength from God. Like, just strength. Because most times when I'm to write exams, like most times I actually force you. And it actually distracts me from reading from my exam. I actually, I actually struggle to read with sickness most times. So, so what is your prayer point? Just strength from God, that's all. Strength from God for. Like, I, I, I want you to be... Like, I don't want to assume... What your prayer points is like, I just want to really understand what you're saying. I'm not trying to put you on the spot. Um, that's it. Okay, no problem. Strength from God. And I, I, I believe God is saying that my grace is sufficient for you. And that my strength is made perfect in your weakness. Mark chapter 2, verse 22, if I'm not mistaken. It says that you cannot put new wine in old bottles. If not, the new wine will burst the old bottles. Because the way wine is, the way new wine is, it, it expands. There's a, some kind of there are reactions that happen in it that makes it to expand the bottle you put it in. So if you put it in an old bottle that has already been expanded, the bottle would break. So you have to put that new wine in a new bottle that is able to expand as the wine is expanding, as the the bottle will need to expand, basically. So when God says his strength is sufficient for us, it's because he has a desire to become our strength. When we give our lives to Christ, our spirits become one with God's spirit. But we need to believe this. We need to allow ourselves to be conscious of it, of the fact that we are no longer strong by ourselves. We are strong in Christ now. We are strong in God because God's strength has become one with us. So we are not depending on our capacity because our capacity is limited. But depending on God's own capacity, God's own ability to sustain us. So I'm even praying that by the grace of God, you become conscious of this. Because um, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So I'd like you also to join us in studying our Bibles first thing in the morning when you wake up. I won't try to brush my teeth at night now. I'm more consistent. I used to do it before, but I still, I used to always do it for a long time. 
but I wasn't consistent for a while. Some days I would miss it. But now I have to be consistent. So that when I wake up in the morning, I'll not feel like going to brush my teeth. It will help me sit down on that bed and study well, read my Bible well, spend time with God properly. We all should do this. First thing in the morning when you wake up, please spend time with God. Read at least a chapter of your of your Bible. Some chapters are really short. When you read, close your eyes, meditate on it, ask God what he's trying to tell you from it. Don't be in a hurry to leave after reading your Bible. Because um, I believe for many of us here, we need faith. Faith is not when you assume God has heard you. Faith is when you know God has heard you. Faith is not when you assume you have heard from God. Faith is when you know you have heard from God. You can get to a place of knowing. It is achievable. So, I'd like us to do this. The reason I'm insisting on it is, how long will somebody else represent you? The Bible says God raises people. The reason God raises people to teach and to be like um, pictures or to have... Basically, the reason God raises people would take our prayer points to people that we would want to pray for us. The reason God raises them is so that those people would help everybody, including themselves, get to the point that Christ is. God's will is not that you consistently be dependent on a group of people or on a person. God's will is that you are, you are now grown and mature to a point where you can be responsible for your own things. We pray together, we fellowship together because because there's beauty in fellowship. The Bible says we should not neglect fellowship. There's beauty in fellowship. But we do not use fellowship and praying with people to replace our own personal altars. So we still need that personal relationship with God. We need to grow it. We need to develop it. So yes, um, does anybody else have a prayer point before we continue? If you have any prayer points, please be cool. Don't want us to leave feeling like nobody prayed for what you wanted us to pray for. Hello. While mm-hmm. you were talking right now, mm-hmm. um, this uh, word came to my mind. Um, destiny helpers. Ah. So I know we we sometimes we need a strength. We but also for uh, ask for God to connect us with those people He has prepared that will help us to to move forward. Right. Mm-hmm. That's a very good prayer, Prince. Thank you. Is there is there a reason you're asking for that? Is there some hi and welcome? Is there is there something on your mind? Is there a particular prayer point you're trying to disguise <laughs> under that prayer point? Just say the truth, because God has exposed you. 
What is going on? What's happening? Say the parts you feel like you can't say. Just to help us understand. So we don't we don't just pray random prayers and we are able to pray more specifically. What do you think we need to know based off what is happening? Based on what is happening. Yeah, it is. Do you feel like you know what your right thing is? So why do you feel like they are doing the wrong things? What do you consider? How how do you think they are going to get clarity? <laughs> Please calm down. Um, how do you think they are going to get clarity? Because if the people are the people unsound, God can give them clarity. But the reason I'm asking is, we just talked about destiny helpers, and this prayer came up. What if you are the destiny helper God wants to use to give them clarity? Can you? Gain clarity from God on an issue. How do you intend to go about that? What are you going to do to get clarity? Have you asked before? Have you asked broadly? <laughs> you like English? <laughs> you like English, okay? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just, I'm just putting your legs. But I feel like most times, if we're not careful in our attempts to pray for others, we just push, we, we tend to push our own insecurities on them. There was a person that was praying for me. <laughs> Love me proud because she was scared that she was proud. That's just a very good example. So sometimes you're praying for clarity for them because you want God to give you clarity. Like you, you know something is wrong, but it's like, <laughs> what exactly is wrong? I want to, I want to be able to pinpoint the issue, and you can't get clarity from God. But one of the first requirements to get wisdom from God is faith. God can just, you know, the thing with unbelievers is God can just give them clarity. You can just sleep and wake up and know exactly what they need to do. Um, Apostle Selman says something about Joseph. He said that Joseph did not prophesy. He did not change. He did not create a reality with his words. He did not say, like he did not make it happen. He only explained. He only discerned and helped the people in the prison to know 
what was going to happen. So regardless of Joseph, what happened with the baker, the baker would have happened. But so that Joseph would be remembered, he needed to play a role. He needed to have a role to play. For me now, mine is really compassion. I I find it difficult to see somebody suffer, even if the person just offended me. I find it difficult to see them suffering and just watch them. So anything can happen. God can use anybody to help them. But so that me now, I'll be remembered for something good. God will now use me to help this person. Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you understand me? Just I'm sure on the same page. Yes. Okay. So God can give you clarity because of them. Because the issue is really bothering you clearly. But you're disguising the prayer point. Please don't. <laughs> There's no need to do that. Uh, I know, dear. When we pray together, God normally tells me or shows me people's names. Tells me the exact people that are withholding prayer points. But he has not asked me to call you people out yet. So I'm not calling you out yet. But your, your day of recording, <laughs> your day of recording is at hand. So please, if you have any prayer points, if it's your family, I know somebody's family here is going through something. Mm, family. Families in Nigeria is going through something. I feel like uh, a dad, a mom, this sister, I'm not sure if, I think the younger sister, going through something. So for those who just joined, we are sharing prayer points. Do you have any prayer points you'd like to share? Then go please. I should call your name in my chest. <laughs> Do you have a prayer point? I, you you said something, but I don't want to say it for you. That's what I'm asking you, and I'm going to keep pressing the button. I'll go through all the corners, <laughs> please. Um, address us, please. You can talk. You uh, okay? You can't. So okay, no problem. So while Anne is typing, anybody else? We have a blank check from God. On that blank check, you're free to write whatever you want. The times like this help me personally to understand why God doesn't have a problem answering our prayer points. Is the problem is normally that we have a problem asking for things. God doesn't have a problem answering us. Ah, thank you, thank you. Ah, I would have continued giving thanks to you. Eh. I could have continued like that for for a very, very long time. Come on. 
So it's a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord. Clarity and wisdom will come as you grow. That's what God is saying to some people. And it's based on some of the prayer points. Clarity and wisdom will come as you grow. Spend time with God. Spend time with me. That's what God is saying. Spend time with me. Not me as in Genesis. Me as in God. Spend time with Him. Listening to Him. Being still before Him. Sometimes I'm not even able to do everything I want to do here. <laughs> so there's, it's like I have a, a person I listen to. She said she would worship for 10 minutes. She would keep quiet for 10 minutes. Because a lot of time when we go to, a lot of the time when we go to God, we do a lot of the talking. We don't stop talking. <laughs> but keeping quiet is a skill we need to develop. You grow into being a quiet person. Yes, listen. I just want kind of big thing. <laughs> okay. Problem. Do, 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 do. You know, I feel like one of the problems with your sister is the lack of understanding. Not on her part, on your part. I can't talk about you, mom. I don't know her. But I feel like you should do more listening. Don't try to fix her. Don't try to... Yeah, don't try to fix her. Um, Listen more. I understand your mom's frustration, but then I also want me to know that she's she's probably not trying to um today now today you sound like today is the first time you're doing it. Should do it more. Try to do it more often. Keep or continue. Continue listening to her. The truth is, the knowledge we need a lot of time is already within. The solutions we are looking for are already inside of us. The problem is not God bringing knowledge from heaven and putting it inside. He's bringing out what is already inside. What can help us bring out what is inside? The environment that we put ourselves in. If you look at a sunflower in the night, you will not know that it's a sunflower. Is it a sunflower? There are sunflowers here, sir. You look like sunflowers. If you look at them in the night, you will not know that they are yellow. But during the day, when the environment is correct, the, the beauty inside of them will come out. So the problem with some of us is we're not, we're not staying long enough in the environment of God, staying in the presence of God. That is why the treasures He has put inside of us have not yet come out. You need to consistently put yourself in that environment. The same way when we ask God, search our heart, and He can show us hidden sins and people have not forgiven yet for years. He can also bring out treasures that He puts there. You know the treasure that he puts in our hearts is himself. You think you are you are you are loving because you are able to love. You are not loving. It's God's love expressing itself to expressing itself through you. Pray for your mom too. Pray for your mom too. I feel like we need to pray for your mom. Proverbs eight speaks about. Yeah, I knew it was. I knew you had the prayer point. I was about to call your name. Like, I was just very, very... That time that I was talking about 
God is healing somebody's knees here. Or I was saying, man, I just said, no. This guy is a very cool guy. <laughs> Let me not call him out. You need to be careful. Let's be careful, all of us. We are in an atmosphere where Jesus is. Jesus said, God already knows our prayer points before we say them. The problem is not God. It's us aligning ourselves. Sorry. Pardon me. Um, the problem is not God. Discerning the voice of God. Put yourself in the environment. The environment of Jesus. Spend more time with Him. Don't be in a hurry to. Don't be in a hurry. I feel like you're in a hurry. Nobody's rushing you. I'll come back, Ori. Nobody's rushing. Nobody's rushing you to grow. Nobody's rushing you to become something you have not yet become. It's not. Per- it doesn't have to be personal. Or it's personal. I don't even know what I'm. It, that 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 part is between you and God. But I'm, I'm grateful that you shared it. You know, <sighs> sharing a burden is is one of the best feelings ever. Knowing that there are people who can hold things up with you. You don't have to struggle by yourself. Bam! Uh-huh. I feel like this is what I was waiting for. One of them. Please, there are still some people here. I'm not going to call anybody's name more. Share your prayer points. So I'm begging you. I'm begging us to share prayer points so that we would have testimonies. Hey, this well. God help us. This this is very correct actually. See, see, see. Um this is very correct, your oh my god. Are you praying that he reveals it to you? I don't know. I feel like there's a second part to that question. I'm not sure how to ask it. But it seems like you're more, you're, it's... Read the Bible. That's my advice. Read the Bible. His voice is in the Bible. Today, when I was feeling confused, kind of, I actually was feeling confused. I was expecting some kind of clear voice. I really wanted to hear a clear voice telling me, "Don't worry, Genesis, revise this place, <laughs> and you'll pass your test." But all I could remember was what the Bible said. Read your Bible. I feel like you need to read your Bible. Give that is God's word to you. That is His voice. That is the clarity you need. Spend time with God. When you wake up in the morning, spend time with him. Be quiet for some minutes. You don't have to say anything for God to become, to be there. He's already there. So you can wake up and just be conscious that he's there with you. 
conscious. Just stay in that consciousness for a few minutes before you even start reading your Bible. You'll see that there's a difference. For some of us here, God is really working on our hearts. Let me say this prayer. I do not like talking. <laughs> if you have, if you, if you, I, I, I told somebody something that if most people saw how I prayed or saw my conversations with God, you would probably lose respect for me. Because I do not spare God my complaints. I do not spare anything. If God doesn't want me to talk about something, he would have to give me the strength not to talk about it. I don't. I tell him about everything. It's not because I'm better than anybody. It's because I do, sometimes these tasks seem overwhelming. I had to change my schedule. I had to start reading. I had to start reading from like six o'clock to like twelve or something like that, just to catch up. It helps me become more disciplined. But I do not want to even do this thing for some point. At some point, God used this thing in Manuel. That's why I wanted to call him out. <laughs> The man of God used to tell me that um, he still sent a message. I feel like God goes through the corners at times. Somebody would send me a message unrelated, and then behind the message, I'm hearing another message. Like God is saying something behind it. There was something the man sent me that God was saying, "Ah, Oga, Oga, I'm only you, Oga, I'm reminding you of something like that." So it happens like that at times. Let's spend more time with God. <clears throat> God is here is ready for us. Just believe. Believe now that every prayer point you've sent or you've mentioned is already answered. Believe it. Don't thank him like you're expecting it. Thank him like he has done it. How would you thank him if your sister got all A's? It's possible. That you know is not just temporarily, not just in one class, but consistently all the days of her life. She starts living a life of excellence. Even the way she dresses her room, you know something has changed. Thank him. Thank God. I'm not praying. I'm thanking God for these things, for these testimonies. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. For the person who prayed for the gift of discernment. I think I mentioned something to you that day that we prayed, and I feel like reminding it. I'll be reminding you. Um, you already know what to do. The problem is not asking God to come and speak. Sometimes I feel like we, we might have been misled a little bit, expecting a loud voice. It's not always a loud voice. Sometimes it's just what you feel like doing. You spend time praying. You truly be like your your mind is focused on God, even if. You start thinking of food or anything like that. You thank him for the food. You don't allow anything to distract you. You spend time with God in honesty. And you live there and you feel like doing something. Allow yourself to believe that that feeling is God that is, that is giving you. A pastor said that it's easier to drive a moving vehicle than one that just stands in one place. Check a lot of people who claim to be waiting for God to speak to them. If, you're, if, if they have not been groomed properly, that is just an excuse for complacency, an excuse to stay in one place without moving. So sometimes the gift of discernment is simply um, believing that God is speaking. No, please go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm
I think I think I think God. Can can we all just bring tongues for a few minutes? Let's bring tongues for a few minutes. Kabranda mashala katibas koi karibandi mashobolo kutibandi kaiski alki alamanda masama kura bai kaliba. Kabarakate Balibesh to Korkani, Aikali to Korki Ali Kandi, Ambrante Bashkul Kundia Kai Katila Marko Bolustia Kai, Via Katara Mukatala Masamai Katiru Kutish to Lukoti Markate Basku India Kai, Metikili Korkiati Masu Bulukurukoti Maskiala, Dirakandi Dirimedulubushia Kaka. I feel like it's now that we're actually dealing with some issues. It's now that we're dealing with things. The reality of things, uh, Jesus. Shabara Katalamas Katayale Karkuboskia Landira Katamasal Kiarakabalos Yatindenerebido. We speak to the earth, we command the earth to bear witness. This evening there shall be a change of guard, a change of the defenders of different regions. We, the children of God, are taking up arms. We are reclaiming our posts as watchmen on the walls. We are taking back our positions that we left empty for such a long time. We are no longer going to be left behind. We're not going to be forsaken. Our places will not be left empty. We will guard our regions. We will guard our quarters. We will guard our towers. We'll stand upon our watch and wait to see what God will say to us. Ask God have mercy upon us. Forgive us for our complacency. For, forgive us for allowing things happen that you, you would not have allowed happen in our environment. Forgive us. Forgive us for watching evil being perpetrated and doing nothing to help. Forgive us for looking away from the pain of our own people. This thing, the results that we are seeing in our environment, 
is it's not things there aren't just things that happen there are things that have been accumulating for such a long time wickedness has been accumulating hatred has been accumulating these things are fruits of seeds of wickedness seeds of doubts that have been sown for years how will god tell us to go and we will not go how will he tell us to do and we will not do they know not they do not know they do not understand their positions are left empty and he says arise for judges of the earth like Esther God's word to us this night is Every region you find yourself, you do not, you're not there by mistake. Anywhere you are, you are there for a reason. And if you think the things affecting the people there do not affect you anymore, maybe, I don't know, I don't, I don't understand what is going on. I feel like some of us have become ignorant of the pain of other people because we are comfortable. If you think what affects them no longer affects you because you're in a quote-unquote safe place, you are wrong. And when what comes upon them will start to come upon them, you will see results in your own life if you're not careful. That's why we're dealing with this now. Be aware. Open your eyes. Cannot be ignorant. We're not ignorant of the devices of the enemy. So even though the devices of the enemy, you need to spend time with God. If you don't spend time with God at all, you are completely outside of the loop. You don't even know when the devil is playing. And for a while, we... We think God is begging us. We still take God's instructions as, as suggestions. That's why we cannot see, or we have not yet seen his hand in our lives. The pastor would say is because we don't honor God, we don't see him. Don't give him first place. Immediately you wake up, is your phone and you're going to chat. Immediately you wake up, you're going to do other things. When you want to make a decision, you don't allow him to take first place. Say those that honor me, I will honor why do we think we can take advantage of God? You're praying for other people, you're praying about other things. Everything we're praying for, almost of the other things we're praying for, we are praying wrongly because we have not addressed the root of the issue, which is ourselves. Christ in us is the hope of our environment. Christ in us is the hope of our family. Christ in us is the hope of our school. Christ in us is the hope of our friends, our loved ones, our relations. Christ in us is their hope. You're not there for nothing. You're not in people's lives for nothing. It's time we allow ourselves to be responsible for what happens in our environments. It's time we allow ourselves to take responsibility. We have left our positions empty for too long. You know what you're supposed to do. As I'm talking, many of us are remembering. You, are just, you just know what you're supposed to do. You know you're supposed to fast. You know you're supposed to pray a certain amount, a certain time. You know what you're supposed to do. Be very careful. Stop thinking of it as generous. I cannot warn you. What, am I there with you? After this um, call or this meeting today, when is the next time we we'll meet? Will I be there with you? Would you follow up with me? It's God that you're accountable to. And if you do not remain accountable to the one who you are supposed to be accountable to, is it me you'll be accountable to? They know, the Bible says, 
about the children of God that they know not, neither would they understand. Ye are sons of God, children of the Most High. God is saying we have left our positions open for too long. It's not just us, as, it's, as I'm talking now, I'm even remembering many other people that have been praying to God for a way to approach these people. Because sometimes it's a burden being given words like this or instructions like this. You know, you know that there's no necessarily nice way to say it. There's no really nice way to tell somebody you've been complacent with your assignment. There's no nice way to say it. You just have to say it. If you don't say it, God will judge you. When you say it, the people <laughs> can be angry with you. Um, Dino Melai said, if I talk, they kill me. If I don't talk, they kill me. <laughs> so I must talk. So I'll talk. I'll tell you what God says there. You're, you're, you, I don't know who the you is, but you are being ignorant of your assignments. And it's going to cost you. But it's not just cost you. It's to cost the people around you. And that is the thing you're not seeing. But please, <laughs> um, I remember when God gave Amanti a word for me. She was sending a message. Me, if I was sending a message, I believe God was actually the one giving me the message. But then she sent me a warning that God said she should warn me. Omo, that word, yeah, it's on my chest. <laughs> you blame me. <laughs> I was like, hey God, I'm very sorry. I didn't, I didn't intend to do that, and I apologized. And I knew that. I still needed to continue going to God and like allowing Him heal me from because when we disobey and we don't do things God's way, we are hurting our own selves. So it's still God that will heal us from the mistake and from the injury we caused ourselves due to the mistake we made. <sighs> and then God, I also prayed for my relationship with Amanti so that she would not feel offended because I wasn't intentionally doing anything. You made a mistake, go back to God. It's pride that is making us think our mistakes count so much. Your mistake is not, it's not nothing. What is the mistake? What is the worst you can do? Not powerful enough to take ourselves out of the plan of God by mistake. Unless you intentionally say, ah, I'll not do it again. Go back to God, go and pray again. Go and fast again. Go back. Kissing Kuman said she didn't spend too much time on her mistakes. She made a mistake. She will fall right back into grace and go, go harder. Good born devil. Stop elevating your mistakes too much. If you made a mistake, go back to God. Start again. Well, now, what the answer to all our prayer points? Thanksgiving, praise, which is a, which, as we have said, is the business of rest. In the end, the rest of God, the place where you're no longer struggling, no longer working in your flesh. You praise. So the answers to our prayers come from praise. Thanksgiving. And um fellowship. When our fellowship comes from rest, from a knowledge that God has gone ahead of us and prepared the way. And he has set apart a time in our day for us to spend with him every single day. There was a statement I made. I'm not intimidated. I'm not praying that you don't grow. I'm not scared that one day you will not need me. I don't allow devil to deceive anybody. 
please don't need me. Feel like that's what God is saying. Don't need me. But make sure you grow. God has given me a gift of discernment, which you can receive if you have it. I can look at somebody and know when person. There's only so far you can go. I can. It also stands to be corrected. Sometimes it's because somebody has gone too far. I cannot see that this person, um, that like when somebody has gone so far, it's difficult to see that this person has gone far. It even looks like this person has not gone any distance at all. But when you can look at somebody and know that this person is pretending, somebody is going very hard now today. You know that this person's posture is not a posture of consistency. It's not a posture that will last. Just like when somebody is jogging a very long distance. The best is that running very, very fast. You know this person, something is wrong, something is wrong somewhere. You will not really go far. If you're not careful, you will not go far. It's the person that is jogging, maintaining a consistent amount of time. So what am I saying? You don't need to spend three hours tomorrow because of what I've said now. If you can spend up to an hour, good and fine. If you can spend 30 minutes, fine. Spend time with God during your day. And pray to be consistent with it. He who has ears, let's see here. He who has ears, let's see here. Oh. I'm blessing up, up Jesus. <laughs> the anointing will not keep it. <laughs> So Lord, thank you for Eniola's exams. Thank you because you have healed her of every sickness and infirmity. Thank you because you give her strength. And this time she would notice that her period is different. Thank you because you are with her in the middle of it. She's conscious of it and the pain goes. The pain goes. We believe that. We receive that word. The pain goes in Jesus' name. Let her testify. Ah, she will testify very, very soon. Her first period without any pain. Thank you, Lord. Thank you because before the end of before the end of this week, the confirmation is settled. She has already gotten the confirmation email, but she doesn't know yet. The the her email address does not know yet. Nobody knows yet, but she has gotten it. It has already been done. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for Mr. Daniel. Supernaturally, Mr. Daniel is coming back to life. He's coming back to the land of the living. He's waking up. His eyes are opening. He's, he's taking a deep breath of air and he's breathing out. He's alive again. He's ex- he can experience life with his family. Thank you for the grace to, to process the grief with peace. You would come out much stronger because grief is a powerful tool and you glorify yourself to it. <sighs> we pray, Lord, for the grace to become one with you truly. Thank you for it. Because you have gone ahead, you have done everything. Help us to receive. Thank you for the grace to receive everything that you have done. To become more like you, to love like you do, to love ourselves like you do, to allow us love you like you do. <laughs> thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, King of Glory, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for strength, for grace. Thank you for strength. We don't we don't know what has been happening, but this time I can something that has been shaking is now stable in her life. 
Thank you for stability in her mind, in her con- um, consistency, in fellowship with you. Everything, every crooked path is made straight. She's stabilized. She's standing on both feet. Her daughter is healed. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Remove that seed that was sown in her belly or in her mind. When she was a child, we rebuke it, we bind it, we burn it by fire. It shall not stand. Dies. Whoever sent it to die before the end of today, they die. In Jesus' name. Amen. Lord, we thank you for destiny helpers. David said strangers are coming out of their hidden places to favor us. Thank you because strangers, people we have never met, the people we have not known, will give their, their wealth and their riches to us. They will serve us with their information. They will teach us. Skilled people will teach us. String, you know, I, I feel like we need to be sensitive. Don't just reject a person because their belief is not the same with you. Be discerning. Know when God is sending um, a stranger, somebody with a strange belief, teach you something you do not know it's taking you to a level you have not been before because you need something new to go to a place you have not gone to if you could go to that place by yourself you would have but the fact that god is bringing in a new kind of new information a new pattern and i believe this word is for me too a new pattern a new belief system a new a new kind of um approach prayerfully prayerfully obey prayerfully and humbly learn from that person the favor that you have with men is not just to make friends. The, the ability to make wealth, the ability to take dominion is knowledge and wisdom and understanding. Learn from people who understand. And I pray for help and wisdom, O oh Lord. I pray for clarity. I thank you for clarity. I thank you because the haze is clearing. Thank you, Lord, because very quickly it becomes obvious the steps to take. I thank you because your divine inspiration is coming upon your son to become an answer to the prayers of other people so that they would remember him when they are in in the palace, the mighty name of Jesus Christ. They will not forget him. They will not even even have the opportunity to forget him. Do not give them sleep. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for... Thank you for Anne's beautiful life. Thank you for her sister. I feel I feel an overwhelming um, supply of the love of God for your sister. And I pray for your heart and the heart of your mother, that the love of God for your sister will be shed abroad in your heart. And that you think you love her now, but you'll be overwhelmed by the, the capacity, how much God loves her, and you will know that you have not loved her correctly. Please forgive me. Or these words are not from me; they are from God. He says you have not, you have not loved her correctly. That He's going to teach you. He's going to reteach you how to love your sister again. So be open to learning. Be open to keeping quiet sometimes. Be open to just listening. Be open to looking at her face. Be open to spending time with her without words. Be open to fellowship and communion, deeper relationships. I feel like you had a taste of it today. A taste of what needs to happen for the next, I think you said four months. The next about four months, this is what needs to happen. God helps me. God is good. He's very merciful. He helps me to love my brother correctly. And he was able to trust me when he had an issue with pornography. And we're able to get to it. And we have been able to develop a very beautiful relationship from there. It's just God. It's not because I'm really, there's nothing I do do because I'm good at. God's grace. 
pray for your son, Iman, Lord, Lord. Thank you for a divine inspiration, divine breath. Just breathe upon him. It's a confirmation of something you already know, Iman, Lord. God's breath is coming upon you afresh. Clarity comes. Just believe. Clarity comes. Wisdom comes. Ability comes. Discerning. Discerning of spirit comes. It's an activation. You've been activated into your spiritual gifts, into things that have been lying dormant, things that you should have been operating in, but you missed out on, and you didn't even know you missed out on them because of some disobedience here and there. But I pray for grace. Let grace restore. Let grace restore. Let grace restore in Jesus' name. What abilities have taken away, what ignorance has taken away, let the grace of God restore in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for a new last parents. Thank you for a new breath of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. They shall suddenly have a deep, not just our parents, all our parents, shall suddenly have a very deep and precise, exact understanding and specific and accurate understanding of businesses. And suddenly wealth that should have been theirs from the beginning will be restored to them. Strangers will bring forth their riches. They will be taught of many people very, very applicable things, even in our day today. Even us too will be equipped with skills that would help us earn a living in our day to day. Suddenly we would know exactly what to do. Charity comes, wisdom comes, wealth comes. Thank you for ease financially. Ease in Jesus' name. Even for her brother, ease. Amen. <clears throat> Pray, oh Lord, that you put all of us in an environment of Jesus. Um, put your daughter Anne in an environment what you are, what's where what you have put in her can come out. Where the beauty of the wisdom and the knowledge and the understanding that you have put in her can come out and can be birthed in Jesus' name. Um, and as she has said, she would never act out of your will for her. In Jesus' name, she loses that ability. Sabina, you pray. You lose the ability to act outside of the will of God and your will is aligned and inclined to the will of God. Even when men's will fail, your will will not fail. The ability to stand firm in the faith with God will not fail. In Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs> pray for your daughter. I pray for Ori. Thank you because I saved that. I saved your name as Ori Laughter. I pray, oh Lord, that your laughter will come upon her. And oh Lord, like Hannah and like Sarah, she'll be able to birth what you have put on the inside of her. And she would laugh and all that here would laugh with her. In the man's name of Jesus Christ. She puts one prayer point here, but God is saying she pray for something else. It is well with you. Um, believe. Forgive by faith. Believe that God has done it. And who was dealing with anxiety? Tapo. Pray for the wind of God to sweep over your soul and your spirit and to remove all anxiety and all doubts. Thank you, Lord. Hey, God. Continue to pour out. Stop. Pray for International Boys Conference. 
to be impactful, to reach many, to touch millions. Many lives will be transformed because of it. You know what? Let's just give God thanks. I believe He has done so much tonight. Let's just thank Him. Hey, Jesus, thank you. Thank you for all you've done. Thank you for all the testimonies. I feel something is wrong with the body of Christ. Everybody wants to be a star. Everybody wants to be a star. Where is the unity? As we were praying and giving thanks, God said it's only the servants that kneels before the king that will be exalted. Humility must be our watchword. I don't argue with people again. I just listen. Sometimes there was a time God gave me an instruction to give a certain person and this person wanted to make me look like a false prophet. <laughs> Jesus, they wanted to, the way this made everything look, I was so angry that day. God was using it to test me, shall like to work on that that problem I had. But everybody cannot be a star. The sun, you know, the moon doesn't shine, but the sun doesn't shine brighter than the moon because they are both performing their functions. So once you do the work God has called you to do, you are, you are doing enough. You are doing it, like, that is it. It's always us. Actually, I have to do. Thank you, Lord, for reminding me. Ah, just well. So let's just give God thanks in our own words. If you had something that impacted you, His name is Jesus. He is the Word of God. He is the Living Word. Fine. Some people aren't able to stay till the end. It's all the time. Pray for grace. God help each and every one of us. It's not the easiest for everyone. Ah, God help us. And what ones? Jesus help us. Jesus, how possible your children. May our strength not fail in the day that our strength is tested. For the reason the capacity in us that has been built is so that it will be tested. May our strength not fail the day that it is tested in Jesus' name. Amen. And even if it fails, May we know the exact place to run back to and find rest for our souls. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. So thank you everyone. Thank you for joining tonight. It is God that did everything. I did not do anything. When the testimonies come, if you got some kind of um confirmation of something, I don't know how to pray. So this prayer that us now to pray is teaching me. So, thank you for joining. God bless you. We prayed over all the prayer requests. Huh? Um, we prayed over all the prayer requests. So, when you're you will have a lot of testimonies soon. You already have them. All the prayer points you sent in are already testimonies. Amen. So, thank God Amen. for answering our prayers. Then go ahead. Do you want to say something? Oh no, I just said amen. 
and be hiding our nakedness from the God that made us. Good night. Do you want to ask something, Manu? No, at all. Alright, bro. I feel like I need to pray with you specially. Pray that God makes every good get pass in your path, in your life straight. Every question you've been asking, I pray that He answers it. I pray that He answers what is actually on your heart. Because it looks like we didn't deal with the problem you think you have. Pray that He helps you to know that He has already taken care of it. And that you're worrying for nothing and He deals with that worry. And you're able to grow your faith to a place where you believe Him and take Him at His word. Not when you feel like, not when you feel like He has done it, but when He tells you He has done it, you believe Him at once. And you take him at his word. It is well with you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah. Bro. Night. Good night. Good night, everyone. Did you say something, Mano? I'm telling you, bro, good night. Oh, good night. Good morning, no all drinks. <laughs> Good morning, and if you want to not leave this early, I will leave this with Snipples there. You can't, you can't do that with Jimmy. <laughs> Thank you, Jen. Good night. Uh, Thank you, good sir. Morning good night. Good. <laughs> good morning. Um, it's morning in Nigeria. It's morning here, too. Anyway, good morning. Have a good and all of them. Have a nice day. <laughs> uh, I just uh, want to say something before we all leave. Uh, okay, go ahead, please. Isaiah sixty eleven. Okay. It, it says, "And your gates should be open continually; they should not be shut day or night." that men may bring to you the wealth of the nations and their uh-huh. kings led in procession. So I just, uh, I was feeling this to, to bless you with uh, Isaiah 611. Okay. We receive it. We believe it. It is already done. It is settled. Jesus name. Amen. Thank you very much for that. Isaiah 611. People here do. Nobody is still here by mistake. Just go and write it down somewhere. I'll write it down. All right. I can put it on, on the group if you want. Well, thank you very much. All right. Well, good night and good morning. <laughs> <laughs> Have a nice day, sir. Be blessed. It's to trust in Jesus. That boy, you have work to do. You already know this song, so. It's so sweet. Jesus. You can, we can talk about it later. I'm saying something about a fasting routine. 
I'm supposed to fast a certain day every week. I'm supposed to spend time with God on that day. But I've not kept it for a while. You have forgotten, but God has not forgotten. Eh? You, you. Thank God, though. It's so sweet to trust in Jesus. The business. Oh, my mic was on me, too. Sorry. Good night.